What is up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Faith House with KD. This is your girl, KD. And it has been a long time. It's been, what, two weeks, three weeks since we've had a conversation? And a lot has happened. Um, So... I just I don't want to hold y'all too long. I just kind of want to get into um, the conversation for today. And I feel like this piece is very conversational. And so I can't wait to hear um, your responses. I can't wait to read them, which I also just need to put this tidbit in there. Um, if you are interested in emailing me um, or just talking to me, period, of course, I have... Um, my um social media outlets Faith Talks with KD. You can find me on Facebook, Faith Talks with KD, Instagram, Faith Talks with KD, and you can also find me on TikTok, Faith Talks with KD one. Um but you can also email me at Faith Talks with KD. That's K H A D I at Gmail dot com and um we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. And then if you have any suggestions or anything like that, we can just talk about it. Um, but I would love to hear y'all's responses on this conversational piece today. Before we get into it, um, if you do not already know, I have started a series on social media called Memorize the Verse or Memorize That Verse. Um, and each day, um, at first when I started the, um, series out I was going to do one scripture and we were going to like go over it we were going to memorize it um every day but what I realized is with social media being the way that it is you can honestly just go back to the video before and you can memorize the verse you can watch it as many times as you like um so instead of me doing the same verse every day I have um just now started to do um different verses every day and I am proud to proud to announce that we have made it to episode 21, and it has been a long journey, but we have made it to episode 21 of Memorize That Verse, and I didn't realize how complicated content creating was until I started creating content. <laughs> so, yes, if you happen to see that, that is me, um, Memorize That Verse. I really would like for all of us, it is my prayer that um, in the time coming that we all will have scriptures hidden in our heart. So when times come or when things come and we can't grab a Bible, that we can go down into the depths of our heart and we can remember or we can ask God to bring back into our remembrance a Bible verse to help us navigate through life's circumstances and situations. Okay. Um, and that's number one. And then the second thing I'm about to do is I love watching. I don't know if y'all see um, Topher Town Music or it's another guy on TikTok that goes around asking people questions about the Bible and they give them like money. And so what I've decided to do is start a series where when I see the video pop up on my, my, my For You page, I'm going to stitch the video and I'm going to answer the question. And I'm also going to put biblical reference with it as well. Um, so I'm super excited to start that. Um, I haven't started it yet, but I'm ready to start it. Um, so that's number two. And number three, I would like to say that I have decided, Ooh, y'all pray with me to go to school. Um, and if you're listening to this, 
I am in need of a laptop. Um, whether you're going, I would prefer, um, if you're going to sell it to me, I'll, that's fine. Um, if you um, are giving one away, that's fine. If you know anybody that's giving one away. Um, but also, if you're just feeling the need to buy me one, I'm cool with that, too. If you also just want to sew in, too, um, me getting a laptop, that is fine as well. Um, just hit me up for my cash app. I don't really feel like I need to put it in the here. But just hit me up. Or you can go to the link tree. It's linked in there. Um, so yeah, let's get into this conversation. So, um, oftentimes, um, it actually happens a lot more recently now. Um, but oftentimes when we go to church, we are met with moments that cause for a response. And what I mean by that is we have moments where, uh, the pastor or the leader or whoever um, is behind the mic, they'll say, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, by this time next week, your life is going to be different. Your life is going to change, but for the good. Um, or this time next year, when you see me next year, I'm going to have a brand new house. I'm going to have a brand new car. I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to have whatever. My question to you is, what is your response when what they said does not look like anything um recently i will speak for me y'all know how i am i'm only gonna talk about me i'm not gonna talk about anybody else but for me um in the past year or so um i had three people not one not two not three i mean not three yes three sorry not one not two but three people come to me and they say um by this time next year you're gonna be having a baby and don't be surprised if you see two faces now this was may of 2022 it is now september of 2023 i am not pregnant i have not had a pregnancy positive pregnancy test ever <laughs> not since i had emma and well let me not say that i did have one uh, right after stefan and i got married but it was a false positive so yeah so my question to you is what do you do when you go to church and they prophesy oh in 30 days you're not gonna have to worry about nothing financially and then those 30 days comes, those 30 days come, and your life still looks the same. Because I'll tell you what I do. When they say, look at your neighbor, and they say, neighbor, whatever you've been praying for, God's going to give it to you in 60 days. I don't know about you, but this is what my mind does. My mind wonders, okay, this is what I need in my life. Okay, so if God's going to do it for me in 60 days, I'm expecting. I'm going to go down the whole list. My car needs to be fixed. And my, let's see, I need my windshield wipers need to be fixed. For some reason, they just, it's an electrical issue, which is going to cost me money. My air compressor needs to be fixed. Yes, I'm riding around in this summer heat. 
with no air conditioning. Y'all pray for me if y'all have nothing else to do. An air compressor is going to cost $3,000. Not only that, my check engine light is on. Not only that, I got stuff that I would really appreciate in my home that we just don't have. So you're telling me that in 60 days, God is going to give me all of that. But what happens when that is not the case? What happens when day 61 comes and my air conditioning still doesn't work? My engine light is still on. My my windshield wipers, they still don't work. And everything that I need in my home doesn't look the way I thought it would. What happens if the year later that y'all told me I was going to be pregnant and I was going to see two babies? What happens when those two babies don't come? What happens? Now, you could either be... Are you are and I want y'all to be honest with me. Honest, be honest with yourself. When they say those things and those things do not happen, are you a? Are you on one side? Are you angry? Are you on the other side? Happy? <laughs> or are you C? Are you just like all right? If it come, it come. If it don't, it don't. I'm content either way. Like what? What happens? And if I were honest, if I was someone else, like, let's just say, what if I was the wife who whose husband has been angry with me because he wants children and, oh, they prophesied that our babies are coming. And then the year later, the babies don't come. What if I'm the what if I'm the wife whose husband is about to walk out the door because I can't give him a legacy for from both of us. What if I was that person? I'm not going to hold you. I would be ready to swing on y'all. Because why would you say that? Why would you do that? So I'm here to encourage you. I don't know when your days are going to get better. I don't know when you'll be able to pay your bills and still have money left over. I don't know when, if you're, if you are that mother listening to this podcast, I don't know when your baby is coming and I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, in 60 days and 30. No, I'm not going to do that because I don't understand why we do that. I don't understand. Actually, I do understand, but I don't understand why we do that to, to create emotions within people, knowing that that is not what God told you to say. Why do y'all do that? And so this is, I I wanted to do this episode here because I know that that is part of the reason why some people are struggling with their faith. This is the reason why some people are mad at God because God, your man of God, your woman of God told me to take a picture with my, with my neighbor, take a selfie with your neighbor and tell your neighbor that 365 days from now, 366 days from now, we're not going to look like this. We're going to look better than before. And what happens when the following year comes and I'm homeless? I, I I don't got no car. I'm jobless. My baby that y'all promised me didn't come. Or the baby y'all promised me I got pregnant with. And then for some reason I had a complication and it's in heaven with God. What, what y'all going to do? What's your, what is your response going to be? And so this is my reality. My reality is 
Me and my husband were promised a home. We were told, hey, if y'all go look for a house for for one week, y'all going to get y'all house. And I kid y'all not, we ended up homeless. <laughs> like, when are we gonna? When are we gonna stop doing that? When are we going to stop trying to create emotional moments so we can shout for thirty to forty-five minutes? You are operating in the spirit of Jezebel, and if you don't know, because people love saying that oh, Jezebel was a prostitute, and the Jezebel loved, uh, she was a woman, and she she loved men. That is not true at all. That's not true at all. Jezebel actually hated men. I would tell you what she did to them, but y'all read your Bible for yourself. (laughs) Jezebel was a manipulator. And so that's what y'all are doing to us. Y'all are manipulating us to have emotional moments in church and for our situations to not change. What happens when you say on December 31st, of 2023 when your it will not look like your December 31st of 2024 what's going to happen what if my 2024 looks worse than my 2023 what happens when you tell me the tithe, you tell me you use the scripture that causes everybody to shout. Give and it'll come back to you. Press down, shaking together and running over. And I give my $100 and you told me that, oh, your $100 is going to turn into $1,000. What's going to happen when that don't happen? Hmm? What's going to happen? And so my prayer is that this conversation doesn't turn you away from this podcast. Hopefully it turns you towards it some more. There is not a moment where I want anyone that is listening to this podcast to feel like I have it all under control. That I'm sitting in this massive house and me and my husband got three dogs, six kids, a maid, a butler, a driver. Mm Mm-mm. My hope is that you understand that you have somebody that's relatable because what I'm realizing in this day and age is a lot of people are not relatable. They try to be, but they're not. They, they try to be like, Oh yeah. At one point, me and my husband ain't had no money either. That's not what I see. What I see is you and your husband having the wedding of your dreams in this big old mansion with flowers everywhere. You got your mama and your daddy. They dressed, they dappered out. And that's not the case for everybody. Don't get me wrong. Me and my husband got married at a park. And we chilling. We good on that. Because we got married where we were. And we didn't put ourselves in a bigger hole of debt. Trying to have a wedding for people that wasn't going to talk to us the week later. Now granted, do I want a wedding? Absolutely. Do I believe that God's going to give me the wedding I want? Yes, but am I going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm going to get it before December of 2023? No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. And I think it's crazy that we sit here and we tell lies saying that God, oh, God said he going to give you everything you want by December 31st.
When he say that, oh, okay. My prayer is that if you are someone that is listening to this podcast and somebody told you that your days would get better and they gave you a time limit in 30 days, in 60 days, in 90 days, in a year, a year and a half, and that those days have come and then some, and that was not supposed to rhyme, but whatever. Those days have come and nothing changed. Do not be discouraged. One thing about God is God never changes. God is always consistent. God is always there. God is faithful to keep his promises. But it's going to happen when it, when God allows it to happen. We sit here and we put these limits on God and God is limitless. God is timeless. You can say, oh, God, well, God's going to do it in 30 days. God looking at you like, I didn't even... 30 days, a day to me is like a thousand years. Like, what you talking about? So, don't be discouraged. Don't be angry with God. God didn't say that. And if and if God said it, it's going to come to pass. It might not come to pass in 30 days. But it's going to come. I just really hate that in this moment in time, we're emotionally driven. So we know that if we say the right thing at the right time, y'all going to run around the church. Y'all going to leave the church sweaty because y'all done shouted your wig out and you're going to go home and your situation is going to be the same. It has not changed. And so I think it's important to have the important conversation, which is this one. What do you do? I know for me, for me, when somebody prophesies to me or tells me something that God said, Trust and believe God is going to say it to me first. That is the truth and the reality of it. And at one point, I was discouraged because December 31st came. And, oh, once y'all get into January 1st, it's just going to be, child, they that happened, and let me tell you what happened. We were faced with evictions. Partial and it, it partially, it wasn't. It was my fault because I was giving. I was doing too much. I was doing too much, and this is the biggest thing about tithing. And I'm gonna say this, and I hope that it helps. If you are giving, do not give in a moment of high emotions and energy and you your light's going to get cut off. Don't give in a moment of high energy and you're not going to have no gas. Don't give in high energy moments, in high emotionally led moments, and your rent not paid. 
let's use wisdom in in moments like that. And I I even feel like for me, when stuff like that is happening, God literally tells me to hold on. He's like, hold on, don't don't you move. When you're a giver, you give. We don't know our limits, and you should. This is the thing, though. The taker doesn't have a limit. So if you're going to just keep giving, guess what? The taker's just going to be like, all right, I'm going to just keep taking it. I'm going to keep taking it. I'm going to keep taking it. And so what's been happening for me is I don't give unless I am, like, when I say literally led, God has to speak to me in order for me to move. And he does speak to me. God has to move my spirit. There have been moments, and when I say moments, moments, where I regretted tithing, knowing, or what I considered tithing, knowing that we didn't have food, knowing that we needed gas, knowing that we needed whatever, and I still chose to give it away. So this message is for anybody who is in a highly emotionally led moment and you believed in a fairy tale and you gave thinking that that was going to be the solver, the solution, the solver, the solution to your problem. I didn't mean to sound angry at the beginning, but I kind of am. I'm kind of just irritated because I, I see it happening way too often where people who are poor or living in poverty or who are struggling to make ends meet, we get so hyped up and we give in a highly emotionally led moment. And then once our emotions and our adrenaline come down, we kind of like, dang, I just gave and how I'm going to feed my family. That's not what tithing is. God is not. And I I really want y'all to hear me. Now, if God does ask you to do this, then you obey God. But me personally... I do not feel like God is saying, don't pay your rent, give money to the church. I don't believe that. And oftentimes, I I did. God going to take care of it. And that, and that was my that was my response to everything. Oh, well, you need money for this and we need money for that. It's okay. God will take care of it. And God's like you disobedient. you doing something I told you not to do. I never told you to give them your whole check. Again. Do it out of obedience. If, if you going to give, do it because God said do it. Don't just do it because you're in a highly emotional moment. Or don't don't do it because somebody manip- is manipulating you to do it. Cause I've I've been in those moments as well. 
or I was manipulated to give money. And and don't get me wrong, I do believe that when you give, there will be a, a return. I believe that. If you got a seed in the ground, you if you are a faithful sower, harvest time is, is coming. I do believe in that. But at the same time, I also believe in wait until the moment settles before you give. That is how I feel. I believe in, yeah, that's cool. Believe the hype, run around, jump, do whatever. Be in expectation. But at the same time, I just don't want y'all to be disappointed if it don't happen the way they said it was going to. And this is no shade. Like, this podcast is no shade at all. But I want you to just be reminded that God is a provider. God is a way maker. God is a miracle worker. God is a God that can do the impossible. God does the impossible. God will bless you and your children and their children as well. But God also wants you to use wisdom. God wants you to steward every moment correctly. Sometimes when people when people give to you, because I know for me, I'm a giver. But when somebody wants to give me something, I'm like, oh, no, 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 don't give it to me. But when I tell you God is dealing with me on that, because God is like, I'm trying to I'm trying to help you. And I know sometimes like people use the analogy of like when you hold it on to something and God wants you to release it. They use it as a, a, a giving tactic. Again, open your hands so that you can release it so God can give you something. But sometimes it ain't even about you giving in order for God to give to you. Sometimes we just need to open our hands to receive. Because some of us, we're, we're so big on giving, we don't know what happens when we're the receiver. And so I just want us all to be mindful of what's happening in the world around us. I believe... So I I do believe, like, please do not get me wrong. I believe that sewing is important. I believe that uh, sewing, where you sew, it matters. I believe who you sew into matters. I also believe that being obedient, is it matters. And I also believe that if you haven't paid your rent, you shouldn't sew. Unless the Lord tells you to. Because there have been moments for me where God has told me to sow. And I didn't want to. And I did it out of obedience. And God took care of me. But it's another thing to sow out of fear. Because you've been manipulated into sowing. Or sowing in a high energy moment. Like, oh, if you sow into this moment in 30 days, God just going to bless you with a car, a house, and a, a boyfriend. That's not how that works. 
God is not a vending machine. He is not a slot machine. He is not a lottery ticket. That is not how God operates. And so, as I close out this episode, I want to tell y'all that I love y'all tremendously with my whole heart. And I want us to do what's right. I want us to believe in a God that can turn our lives around. And he and listen to me. He can do it in 24 hours. God can do it in 30 days. God can do it in 60 days. I'm not saying that he cannot. But what I'm saying is use wisdom. Be smart about everything. I'm not saying that God cannot heal. I'm not saying that God cannot deliver. Because God can definitely heal. God can definitely deliver us from everything. I also believe that tying, tying, that tithing rebukes the devourer. I get that. But at the same time, if you're not going to have nothing to eat, if you're not going to have lights, if you're not going to have shelter, be mindful of that. Do it out of, so out of obedience. I cannot express that enough. Obey God. Please, please, please obey God. But I still pose the question. If it doesn't happen in 30 days, in 60 days, in 90 days, what will you do? I love y'all. I hope you have a great day. And I will see y'all next time, okay? Peace.